GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another edition of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we'll be revisiting the world of Remnant with eight cast members, and now is the time for all of you in our chat room to begin typing in your questions for all of them. Immediately after the session, you will have the opportunity to talk to them directly through our private chat options, as well as shop our selection of personalized autographs, all of which are available now at galaxycon.com. So without further ado, let's bring them out. First, representing Team Ruby, she is the voice of Ruby Rose herself. Please welcome back our friend, Lindsay Jones. Hello, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, as always, as always, uh, how have you been? Oh, uh, it was a sweet morning, you know, pretty, pretty good news. Felt a little like Christmas, but that's just me. Yeah, that that that's fine. Everything else, and all right. So you're rock, uh, you're rocking a. a I'm talking a, a, about volume eight, of course. Of course, it's here. We're excited. Go watch it. But no, stay here, then watch it, please. So, so yeah, it's it's a crazy day. So uh, so you uh, so now you're red going into a pink. Yeah, yeah. I think next time you see me, I might have like rainbow hair. I don't know. Who knows anymore? Quarantine's crazy. <laughs> it absolutely is. Absolutely is. Lindsay, always a pleasure to thank you for joining us here again today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And next, representing Team Juniper today as the voice of Jean-Arc, please welcome back Miles Luna. Hey, what's up, everybody? Not much, young man. How are you holding up? Whew, I am tired, but I, it's like a good tired for what feels like the first time all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, we all got some, you know, well, you know, there's some interesting news today. And of course, you've got some interesting news uh, of your own to talk about, and uh, we'll get into that. So I guess... How are you doing? I know, you know, being on the more on the creative side, uh, you've had uh, increased workload throughout all this. Uh, it's been really cool. You know, uh, the writing for Ruby Volume 8 has been done for a really long time, which feels great to say. And so now getting to watch the episode that the team worked so diligently on is just like a wonderful, like, just a nice little treat and cool way to start the day. Absolutely. Well, glad to have you back, sir. And again, we are we are looking forward to talking about what we're allowed to talk about uh, in a few minutes. But let's ask the gang out next, representing Teen Ruby as the voice of Waishni. Please welcome back our friend Kara Everly. Hello, hello. hello. How are y'all doing? Good, good. You are rocking the apparel. Please give us a, a tutorial tour. The new uh, Ruby uh, jacket by uh, Ruby Battlestar, and also the. New t-shirt um, uh, from the Itsuku line. So, yes, but it's super comfy, and why not? It's Ruby Day, so, of course. I'm actually very excited and very hyper. Um, I agree with uh, Lindsay on everything, too, for all the good reasons. And I'm sorry you're tired, Miles, but I'll try to, you know, transfer some of my energy over there. <laughs> I feel it. There you go. Spirit oh. bombers. Let's go. Oh, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and next, representing Team Juniper as the voice of Dora Valkyrie, please welcome back Samantha Ireland. Hi! Yeah. Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> How are you? Oh, I'm really good. Today's been a fantastic day. I've only cried 17 times. Um, wow, and, uh, the first episode is that, the new season is that good. <laughs> yeah. Actually, guys, I have not watched. I'm a mom. I only have so much time in the day to actually watch it. I have to watch it when they're asleep. So I'll check it out tonight on the new, there's a new app apparently, and I can watch mm -hmm. it on my, on my, on my TV. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> I love how different a mother's yeah, we are too. too. You're like, my kid's got to sleep and then I'll watch it. I was like, kids get in here. The episode's on. It's here. It's here. <laughs> oh, my kids think of my stuff. Will Silly though, it's not Scooby Doo, guys. Come on. So, <laughs> uh, and next, representing Team Ruby, she is the voice of Blake Belladonna. Please welcome back, Aaron Zek. Hi, hello, hey. hi everyone. How are y'all? Good, good, good. And for the record, she's wearing a blue top, not black. It's blue. It's a blue dress, but it looks black. Make it pink. I mean, everything on me looks black anyway. I could wear a white shirt and it'd be black on me. <laughs> Aaron, how have you been holding up? Um, really well. I mean, today is a great day. Good news all around. The Ruby is uh, out, and everyone's great. Everything's great. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, hey, we, we've this year has been crazy for everybody, and yeah, it's like, wow, have we really turned a corner? Yeah. Indeed, indeed. And next, representing Team Juniper, she is the voice of Piranikos. Please welcome Jen Brown. Yeah. 
everyone say uh obviously it's a good day for many reasons um i had a lower back pain for like months that magically went away a few hours ago when i got an update on my phone i was like huzzah yeah yeah Yeah. no feeling feeling so good today in fact that's adorable oh Oh my goodness wow you're like one of 10 people that owns that plushie. <laughs> I know. I love, it. <laughs> I love that though. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yay. And I wore all of the all of the ruby colors today. Although anyone that knows me knows I basically live in primary colors anyway. Regardless, it's sure. just coincidence that they happen to be ruby colors. <laughs> But very true. Yeah. Yeah. And my what? my pure earring that uh, I forgot who, but a fan made me and I gave to me oh, a few years ago. Uh, oh wow, those are some earrings vibe though. I, mean, right? oh I know, love. right? I know, I know. <laughs> I lost, I lost one of them because the back fell off. it's like a, an asymmetrical star. thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it works. It. it works with my hair now. Now it really does. Rock it. Jen, welcome back. Always a pleasure to see you. And as usual, you, out of all the guests we've had here at GalaxyCon Live, uh, you always have the most interesting background. It's my house. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what makes it your, so interesting. Your house is what my downstairs looks like. So don't worry. Well, your like, house is amazing. Not, well, it's my house. It's also the set for my television show. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I've been watching you on Instagram you know, too. Yeah. I've been loving Halloween with you because I didn't do anything this year. I've had no energy or heart to do it. And I'm like, Jen's just going to like fuel Halloween into my veins. Thank you. I get everyone would like, my friends were calling me being like, uh, oh, so, or not friends, but like some people would be like, oh, so I guess, you know, Halloween's canceled this year. What are you going to do? And I'm like, Halloween's not canceled. Nope. Yeah, have you met? It doesn't you? have to be canceled. Do you know who you're talking to? It is never canceled. Uh, you, it is, canceled. you can still celebrate it, even though you know there's still it's ways not to even Halloween. Right. It's always Halloween is twenty four seven for me. <laughs> you, you can't cancel a magical dream. No, no, you cannot. Hey, completing Team Ruby, she is the voice of Yang Show Long. Please welcome back Barbara Dunkelman. Muffin. Happy Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I've had a four year long migraine and the ibuprofen just kicked in today. It's crazy. Oh, it feels so good. (laughs) It was amazing. I picked up my nail polish and now I'm just like, oh, that's weird. (laughs) uh barbara besides that four-year headache how are you doing today i'm doing good i'm doing great um feeling good feeling happy about everything going on ruby coming out it's it's ruby season which makes me so happy uh it feels like it's been a really long time so i'm I'm really glad it's back right oh absolutely and finally completing jeep juniper he is the voice of lee rem please welcome neith um good morning great to finally meet everyone uh, good. How are you doing in your part of the world? Uh, good, but at the same time sleepy. Still a little yeah. bit groggy. <laughs> I, I must say, what what yeah. time is it? What time is it where you are? You are. Uh, it's a little bit past eight a.m. So. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably shine. Yeah. yeah. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good morning, indeed. Also had a a, a nine month old who is kind of yeah. grumpy. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, um, <laughs> We're sending you parental energy. Uh, There you go. Of course. Uh, Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here at the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Of course, we miss the days and we look forward to the time when the world gets a little bit back to normal and we can get you back on the GalaxyCon stages and in front of your fans. In the meantime, Mm -hmm. we have this electronic forum and we are so glad to have all of you here. This is the biggest amount of guests and the biggest panel we have done since GalaxyCon. It's a Brady Bunch. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it is. You're it's also the first panel that we've all been on at the same time before. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, it is. It is. Yeah. 
Sam, I, I guess for the audience too, a lot of uh, people don't know. I mean, one, we've talked about not recording together, but a lot of us oh. like just got to talk to Neith for the first Wait, time in like either. a video capacity. <laughs> so that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Revolutionizing. So. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, like I said, the new volume just dropped. Um, oh, what what can you tell us that we can look forward to without getting into spoiler territories and getting anybody in trouble? Uh, a lot. I <laughs> I'm mean, gonna leave that to Miles. Volume eight of Ruby is a uh, a portion of the story that we've thought about for a very long time and have been like just like bracing ourselves for it's a big volume um and there is so much action there's so much heart um a lot of fun uh sort of atypical character interactions traditionally speaking um for those who watched the first episode today y'all will know that and a lot of really eager fans have been able to sort of glean a few things from analyzing trailers and whatnot which is always um it's always a double-sided coin because on one hand, you're like, man, our fans really care a lot. And on the other side, you're like, man, they figure out everything. <laughs> um, so uh, to all you tenacious fans out there, thank you and <clears throat> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> patience. Um, it's a big volume. Patience, patience, patience. So Yeah, we should all be masters of patience at this point. So have patience. We know that. <laughs> yeah, true. We've heard that a couple okay. times over the past. <laughs> well, actually... Th- this is this is kind of nice because uh, one thing about franchises and, and 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 fandoms is that sometimes those in charge really don't have the answers. And when they're when, when they go to a point, then they kind of wing it. I won't name uh, shows uh, lost for one, but but the whole thing is it seems like it seems like you had you you creatively you have a plan. You have a plan for all this. Wait, you and- mean they didn't plan on on the end of Lost? Um, No, I mean, with Ruby, it's always kind of been writing this line because we thought it would be good to have an idea of where we wanted the show to go when we started out. Um, But we also knew that we had to stay flexible. That was something Monty was always big about was like, stay flexible, stay adaptive, just be cool, be like water, you know? And so there's definitely been times where, you know, something that we wanted to do didn't work out. For example, volume six, the uh, uh, Cordova, the the concept of the old lady in the shoe and the shoe is actually just the foot of a giant robot. That was an idea that at first... Monty was like, volume two. And we were like, yeah. And then we sat down and we were like, we can't do that in volume two. And so, you know, things get moved around um, and you learn from it and you realize, you know, maybe this will be better there. Or maybe now we can push this a little bit this way now that we're, you know, older and wiser and slightly better at telling a story. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a nice line. There's a general roadmap that we've always had. Um, and, you know, sometimes we take the scenic route, but we get where we're going eventually. And uh, for those who don't know, how many episodes do we have to look forward to for this volume? Volume 8 is 13, 14? I don't remember. We just just finished writing Volume 9 not too long ago. And so, like, it's all blurred together. Um, At least a dozen. Yeah, yeah, at least a dozen. Yeah, that's for sure. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna look it up right now while you answer, while you ask more lovely questions. <laughs> well, the nice is that we we have we have several weeks of volume eight to look forward to, and uh, vol and volume nine is confirmed, and that's uh, all we're gonna talk about. That so we have something to look forward to. Uh, lo- again, something else we can look forward to in 2021, among other things. If you've been following the news, uh, let me ask this much uh, for everybody: just what's what's been the most What's the most enjoyable uh, thing about being a part of all this? Oh, that's a big question. I know. The one thing? Well, anything. Not something that comes to mind that you just it just really has become just a favorite part of being 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 involved in all this. I, I I'm gonna interject really quickly, if that's okay. Um, that I think that for me, um, when you're an actor. First off, when you're not a famous actor, you just want to do any opportunity that comes your way. Um, But when you, I think it's incredibly special to be a part of a project that has very passionate fandom. That's a really, that's something all on its own that not every actor gets to be a part of. And it's just this whole other part of life. Um, So that's been kind of it for me personally. Yeah, no, I, I will piggyback off of that because that I was just gonna say I'm gonna piggyback yeah. off that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> piggyback right on that. Hundred um, percent. 
Agreed. And I will add a little bit more specific. Uh, I think now that it's been going on for so long, um, my current favorite thing is seeing the new iterations of fan art. Uh, Because like the absolute brilliance and talent of our fan base is just insane. Uh, One, everyone is so good. The stuff, I mean, as I would say, I got these amazing earrings. And I mean, just my house, the other room, my uh, other room is like all my cubbies are filled with different things that fans have made for me and, and given to me. And like, it's just, it means as like a nerd, which I know most of us here are, uh, as a nerd and an actor and someone who like freaks out over things, clearly a nerdy stuff person. <laughs> Uh, getting and like nerdy cool things of a character that you voice is just like the coolest thing ever. I know. <laughs> I'll piggyback off of Jen and Sam uh, and all of that. I just think broadly that I'd say the com- not only the community but also I mean I've known you guys you know for I, I think at least like ten years back from when I was receptionist at Rooster Teeth and I've known the company for so long so it's just. It's all like a family all encompassed, I guess, like you will say, if that makes any sense. And like, you know, Samantha said, that's not something that a lot of voice actors um, get or you have the opportunity to experience. So it's something really, really special. And anyway, you guys. Not only just voice actors, but actors as a whole. Like I was just doing an interview with Carrie and he said, we both talked about it, but he summed it up perfectly. He's like, this show for us and a lot of us represents like our 20s. I'm like, yeah, like I, I can't really say it any other way but like you know good and bad like life is so much of a big journey and like i ruby encapsulates that art totally imitates life and this is a perfect example yeah yeah i i'm definitely gonna have to agree with everybody i mean the the fans are what really makes this show possible and what makes it so amazing for all of us to be a part of um of course like i love all these people here and everyone who works on the show is so incredibly passionate and talented but having the fan base be so invested and just in love with what the show is and what it represents and being able to see themselves in these characters and these storylines is so special. Um, and I know like it's, it's made my entire life getting to be part of the show and to be part of this community. So um, it's hard to pick one favorite thing, but I think encompassing yeah. it's just, it's the oh. people. It's yeah. We, we wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for the fan reaction and the fan response. Of course, yeah. Um, and it's this this show has absolutely changed my life. It's been like the constant positivity in my life. Like in dark days, this was a thing that like brought me back to reality being like, you're a part of this fantastic show that people love and you get to tell this really great story and be this character that people really identify and like look up to. And I, it's just such a privilege to be a part of something so cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Faith, how about you? Uh, this is a, being part of the show is a little bit more personal for me, of course, because um, well, it's carrying on what uh, a family member of mine started. I know. So I'm very grateful that all of you. There's so many people who love it, and that there's so many people who put passion into it and continue making it. And it's how he's remembered. So uh, thank you for that. It's too early to cry. I know. I know. Oh uh, already brought me there before this panel. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, about that. It's just, but yeah, that is my favorite. Thing. Never be sorry when people cry. And I mean, it's so. it is. It is. Miles, bring us home on this one. Fourteen chapters. It's fourteen chapters long. Everybody, I'm glad to finally have the breaking news here. Fourteen chapters of Ruby Volume Eight, uh, and without a doubt, you know, I think one of my, as many people have already articulated here, it is extraordinarily difficult to pick just one thing that is really a standout memory about being a part of this project. But um, I think it just goes back to this. There's just this memory in my moment of like. Here's some nerdy friends that were like, wouldn't it be cool if this happened? And then those people convinced some other people to go, yeah, it would be cool to do that. And then they convinced some other people to give them some money. And then they actually made the (laughs) thing. And then they convinced some cool voice actors to come on and make the characters even cooler. And it was just this ripple effect of a, wouldn't that be neat and fun? Then resonated with thousands of people online that Mm -hmm. went, this is neat and fun. And we all came together and went, wow, 
cool. Yeah. Like, as the it sounds very dumb and childish, oh God, but there's something about the purity of a bunch of people going, that's pretty neat. That is just like very wholesome <laughs> and I'll, means a lot to me. I'll never forget just sitting in an IHOP with you three, like going through names and colors and like different variations on how we can like fit like a color into a name. Like I literally so... remember like sitting across from Monty, just like, being like, what about this? Because this is like kind of like this from this fairy tale. And it was, and just uh, that, moments, the memory is stuck. Yeah. Our mouth full going, Neptune should be afraid of water. Like, <laughs> so like I can totally see that. I love Neptune. Neptune's one of my favorites. <laughs> Pass the blueberry syrup. Thank you. <laughs> it's like you were there. Now I'm going to Right? Who wants pancakes? Uh, indeed. Well, I don't know about pancakes, but we do have audience questions that we can switch over to. So, Jude, once again, roll our first one. And this comes from Spencer, who would like to know, what is one characteristic you share with your character? Social awkwardness. Uh, yeah, I'll have to jump into that one, too. <laughs> Perfectionism. Quiet one. Mm. That's a good one. Ooh. I like reading. <laughs> Guys, you I don't know. I, I, love it all? Me and Yang are nothing alike. I don't know. Oh, no. I don't see the resemblance at all. Yeah. Yeah. You're not sound anything like her. <laughs> when I found out you were cast, I was like, what? What? <laughs> oh, God. Should we go in like some particular order so we could like. Let's oh, go, wow. let's go yeah, that's right. Top to bottom. Uh, well, what, 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 what I'll do is, is uh, whoever popcorn starts it off, I'll I'll go around from there, and I'll I'll. Mo- I, I have a little sheet, right, Markov? Who's, who's answering who? Ooh, behind the scenes. <laughs> right. Well, I had to do I had to do a new one because I didn't have one for eight guests. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jen, did we hear from you? Oh, me? No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Solid. Uh, I would say um, we we both both Pierre and I both fiercely believe in uh, doing what is right, um, and like fiercely believe in kindness. I would say that like those are the things like we we really really uh, share in common is definitely the the desire to and the need to feel like everyone's being treated equally and that, and that there's kindness is spread for sure. Um, yeah. Lindsay. I jokingly, but did honestly say social awkwardness. <laughs> and while that's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like recently a bigger part of Ruby now is like her optimism, but I do resonate a lot with um, uh, trying to find the good in people and that can be good and bad. Definitely a double-edged sword there can lead to trusting people you shouldn't trust. Again, relatable with Ruby. But at the same time, I think if you keep it positive and optimistic, you can find, again, good in a lot of places that you wouldn't think good existed. And that we need that. So, yeah, I agree. Oh. Very good. Miles. Um, I feel like both Jean and I uh, really try <laughs> a lot. And that doesn't always necessarily <laughs> lead to a success. Um, but it's something that... Uh, I think is, yeah, there's, I've got a whole, God, if anybody ever got to see my student film, I think I'd die of embarrassment. (gasps) There's so many like things that I've like, just like Charlie Brown whiffed it with all the best intentions. Um, And I think that's, I I, I think I'm not alone in in having those moments from time to time. Sure. Absolutely (laughs) fair. fair. Aaron. Um, well, we both like books. We both like to see. Yeah, we got that. There's there's so much I want to say, but I, I shouldn't. So I'm just going to go with books and tea. <laughs> books and tea and books and tea books and, and books tea. and tea. It's my favorite song. Boots and cats and boots and cats. And cats. And boots and cats. Oh, is that what that is? I didn't know yeah. what you were doing. I was just going with it. <laughs> That's how you yes and you crushed it. Exactly. I'm an improv master. There it is. Uh, Samantha, how about you? I think what Nora and I share is uh, our uh, fierce loyalty. 
Um, I think that we both, uh, when we love a friend, we love them hard. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> you're do. beautiful soul. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're a beautiful soul too. <laughs> but that, I, that's what I love about her. Um, I don't share the same um, excitement and uh, enthusiasm, but like when it comes to my friendship, I feel like her and I are definitely on the same page. And I love that. Absolutely fair. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, Kara, Barbara, we heard we heard from you. So Spencer, thank you. Great question to start us off with. And Jude, roll us another one from Brittany. What has been your favorite scene or volume to record? I got one. Go for it. Go ahead. Um, okay, so there's two. The the first one is back, I want to say, in volume two or three, where um, Blake and Yang are in the uh, the classroom yelling at yeah. each other. That's one of my favorites because that was – we're yelling, yeah, we're yelling. It's one of my favorites <laughs> because that was the only time that I actually got to work with one of the other – the actors on, on the show. Like, Barbara oh, came over yeah. to my apartment, and we worked on it together because we wanted to make sure – this like really important scene for for both of them we was, were so was young and well. so nervous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just we were so anxious. We were like, okay, we don't want to mess this up. Um, but I also really enjoyed doing. I, I say this joke a lot, but that scene where Blake is like, "We did this," when she very well did that by herself. And <laughs> <laughs> she has this massive monologue, and I'd never been given um, Kara. <laughs> I'd never been given um, such a a. a big piece i guess and it was really fun to to break it down and to work on it and to work with it and mold it and it was just as it like as an artist um it was something just really fun to to work on and, and to give to the world but those two definitely right on uh samantha how about you um i i well it's hard to pinpoint to be quite honest just because um the thing i love um i love volume four so much because Is we got to really start to crack open um okay. ren and nora like the how they met each other and ren's story i love that one but i i um i really really love nora's journey in volume uh sorry guys i think it's seven because <laughs> now is eight yes <laughs> so is seven and the what she what she stands up for and how um she's just never done that before and um as an actor i love to get to work on that so thank you writers for writing that for her um i i dug into that and i i just i love them because there's a there's a tenderness and then there's the juxtaposition of it for volume seven and um I don't know. I just, I love that as an actor. And I also love those journeys for Nora as the character as well. So those are mine. Absolutely great. So, Jen, we have a new panelist joining us. Would you care to introduce us to your friend? Yeah, I <laughs> we do. Kara, I'm sorry. We do. We do. This is, no, this is my baby. And I, everyone will be very excited too, because it's Juniper. Oh, oh shut up. up. It's Juniper. She wants to be, she just wants pets. She just wants, she just wants rubs right now. She's <laughs> got her big old head in my lap. Y'all. She's got her big old head in my lap. Just a sweet doggy. Um, yeah. Uh, June, June, Juniper. Um, she, we adopted her. Her name was already Juniper. We'd, I had always told my husband that the only way I'd ever have a dog was if it was a, it had to be a pit bull. Cause I have, have this weird thing about pit bulls. I love them. They're my favorite ever. Um, and I was like, all right, if I'm going to, if we're ever going to get a dog, it has to be a pit or a pit mix. It has to be adopted. And this was right before the pandemics like really, really blew up. Yeah. He was scrolling through uh, APA and found oh, right. her, found oh, Juniper's picture and was like, look at this dog. And I went, it's meant to be. Oh my God. He's in black and white pity. And her name is Juniper. Stop it. And uh, we met her and we just bonded with her really fast. And she's brought so much love into our lives. We can't even imagine our lives without her. She's our baby. We love her so Wait, much. Wait, her name was Juniper before you got her? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
that was one of the reasons we were like we have to meet this dog it's yeah, named freaking juniper like shush um and when i first started posting pictures people were like oh isn't that cute you named your dog that i'm like no no I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. it was it was destiny Oh, oh, actually, I wonder if I can. Where's her babe? Do you have her collar? Your her collar. When you grab her collar for me, it's it's right in the basket. Sorry, Barrett just had ACL meniscus surgery, so he's like rolling around the house. It's been a week. (laughs) It's been a week, but uh, I'll show y'all one last thing just because it's super cute because I have to because. I mean, it's the ruby panel, and it, was just, it it makes sense. So here's her collar, which now, of course, she's like, "Does this mean I'm going outside?" And she's oh, like, yeah. "Oh, oh, oh, Um, this is her. Aww. Oh, goodness! Oh, that's so sweet. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, the arrow. Oh no. <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Beautifully. I love that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Isn't that so sweet? I saw I found it on Etsy. It was like they just, you know, an arrow on a dog tag, apparently. Very popular. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, that's perfect. And it's bronze and copper. I mean, it's the color. It's uh, uh. Ugh. Oh, and yes, I'm that. I'm that person. I am. I am absolutely that person. Thank you for sharing that. Do you have an answer to the question on the table? Do you have a favorite consider episodes? Uh, so that's hard for me. Can I be honest? You can be as honest as you want. So, my favorite moment actually would be not from Ruby recording wise because most of my recording sessions while very meaningful usually like ended in everyone crying which is great and I love that I'm not saying that's bad they're really they mean a lot to me but my favorite for like the amount of fun I got to have is anytime I did cheapy specifically when I got to do the commercial (laughs) for pumpkin beets I was like oh great we get to live in a world where Pierre is alive and weird and silly. Mm-hmm. And we get to like, because the part of her character that definitely is shown in the show, but obviously we didn't get a lot of time with it because, you know. Yeah. But uh, she's awkward. She's a weirdo. She is 100% a secret weirdo. And we got to explore that secret weirdoness in Chibi. And that made me so happy i had so fun every time i was in the booth doing like the red huntress or the commercial or you know and any of them any of them all of them they're all my favorite those were my favorite moments because i got to really really have fun with it you know and i love doing dramatic stuff obviously i love it i'm good at it but it's just really fun to do this silly stuff yeah yeah uh, let's go, go counterclockwise. Neith, how about you? Uh, are we allowed to talk about volume eight? Uh, like, it, I mean, we can't go into too many, too much detail. Right? I would, I would maybe not say what it is, but you could maybe talk about being excited about it. And my brain is like, like just like hastily scanning through everything that happens in volume eight. I know. Like, uh, Part of me wants me to power move. Me like, I'm gonna say it anyway. I think. I think. I think could, I'd say you could say you're excited about something at eight, but I would say try yeah. to stick to what is already aired. I, I think. I, I, and I think it's a heck of a it's heck of a cool thing to look forward to that uh, now everybody's gonna be looking for your yeah. favorite scene. Yeah, I don't I don't want to go back to the writer's slack and have Eddie, Kiersey, and Carrie go. You told them they could what? All right, try and not give anything away. Let's just say there's one really. I tweeted out recently that there's going to be some scenes that were going to be very compelling emotionally. Miles is happy with that answer. Compelling. (laughs) Everything's compelling. uh, Anything can be compelling. I I don't remember what episode it was. I think it was 
eight or nine. Don't worry about it. It was a compelling episode. You have a compelling episode coming up, and we are looking forward to it. <laughs> Barbara, what's that? <laughs> um... Gosh, it's so hard to pick one. There's the favorite scenes for different reasons, like different emotions that we get to portray and, and different, like, um, you know, different things that challenge us as actors, which is always fun. Um, I think my one of my favorites is this scene in volume five where Yang and uh, Raven are having that confrontation in the vault. Um, it was one of my favorite scenes to record and getting to act alongside Anna Hollum was so much fun. Um, but I will say there are some scenes upcoming in ruby that are probably my new favorite um that you'll just are have they, to wait and see they compelling? compelling they're very compelling is this the yeah. word of the day compelling <laughs> if you're compelled to say <laughs> it. The entire season is compelling. There you go. look at you Rollercoaster compelling emotions yeah. uh, Kara, what was your most compelling uh, scene <laughs> The most compelling. Well, there are so many. Uh, uh, no, I'd say, and I've said this before, but I, it really, it, it's true. And I believe it's vol- volume four or five, but it's the uh, fundraiser scene at the Schnee Manor. Um, and it's basically when Wise kind of, uh, I'd say, loses her cool finally. Or, yeah, loses her cool. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so glad at her. Uh, she turns around and just tells everyone to shut up. But she's, shut up! You know, everything that you're talking about doesn't mean anything, you know, your clothes and your jewelry and everything. And I, and then after that, you know, she really stands up to her dad, right. In the same scene. And uh, Ironwood comes in, you know, after that and, you know, says that Weiss is the only one making any sense. So I thought that was really cool and really kind of like a pivotal part of uh, Weiss and like her character development by finally deciding, you know, screw you, dad and family and all of you materialistic people. (laughs) I was so proud of her when that happened. I fell in love with voice. I'm, I'm not so going to lie to you. No. Plus, she, her hair is really cute. So, yeah. <laughs> I like your ears. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Miles. Um, what you got? I think it's funny. I, uh, my answer is kind of the opposite of Jen's because uh, I often get cast in comedic roles. Um, and so when Jean mouths off at Cinder towards the end of volume five, that was so much fun because Jean very rarely like goes there. Um, he's normally like normally like serious Jean is like mopey. I kind of hate myself, Jean. But that was a like just like this poor teenager with all these emotions just like all directed at you. And, you know, it was a. Uh, not the best move from a strategic standpoint in that particular uh, instance of combat, but uh, boy, howdy, was it a lot of fun to do in the booth. Uh, you say things like boy, howdy, that's why you get cast in comedic. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I just laughed myself because I said boy, howdy three times this morning and Michael made fun of really? me for it. And then you just said boy, howdy. And I was like, hey, yeah, okay. You know, I got my autumn sweater on. I got my dad glasses. I'm in my comfy chair. I'm going to have what myself a cup of soup eat? after this. Boy, howdy. Jiminy Jillikers. Jiminy Cricket. There was a gust outside. G <laughs> uh, Willikers. Lindsay, bring us home in this compelling corn pone conversation. <laughs> I have like the worst last answer, too. I'm like, I'm in the same boat. I have a very compelling scene that I just recorded yesterday, and it's my favorite so far. And I guess I'll say that one, one person is talking down to another person. And that's that. <laughs> there you go. That's all you get. No, not wrong with that. Brittany, thank you very much. That was a great question. And a reminder to our audience, if you would like to chat with our guests like I am now or purchase a personalized autograph, please have sign up at galaxycon.com. And we have time for a few more. So what's next? Here's one from Luke. What is the most difficult emotion to convey when voice acting? <laughs> hmm. Honestly? Uh, Barbara, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, I I feel like we're all going to agree on this because I think we've talked about this uh, together before, but crying and laughing are like two of the hardest things to do as a voice actor in, in character. I, I feel like it's, it's hard to convey those like ends of the spectrum. Um, everything in between I feel like is fair game, but like crying in character and laughing in character being like forced into that emotion is sometimes really hard to get into, at least for me. 
if you uh, if you ever want some fun practice with that, uh, this isn't actually fun practice. This is just something you can do to annoy <laughs> fun your practice to cry. Um, try to uh, just try to try to laugh like earnestly laugh without smiling. It's very fun, and you immediately look like a crazy person. Um, and we don't all have to do that right now. That would probably be a bad idea for this particular type of entertainment. But Here's just like keep that in your back pocket the next time you're alone. Just stare in the mirror and try to laugh without smiling. Look it up yeah. on YouTube. Steve Carell does it, I think, on like Conan O'Brien. But it's, yeah. Yeah. it's perfect. Yeah. Um, I, wow. Incredible. I recently had to send a friend of mine who needed some some like placeholder for some show that they're doing, but I had to laugh for a minute straight. So I feel like I'm pretty decent at a laughing thing. And I mean, I've always been joke. I've always been good at crying. I honestly found indifference to be more difficult, but maybe that's because when we first mm. started with Blake, um, I mean, I'd, I'd only acted like on on camera or um, on stage. So voice acting and, and uh, on camera acting, you don't realize like how much you have to put into like you don't realize how much of your emotions are actually put on your face and not in your voice. Like that's how you you show people. Um, so with Blake, with her like indifference, it just sounded awful. Um, so I I. For me, maybe it's just because I voice Blake, but the indifference was the more difficult thing to to figure out. Um, I guess I'm cheating because it's not technically an emotion, but something that I think is very challenging to do in the booth is to be voicing one character who is impersonating another character. Yeah. That is yeah. like that's so fun. Though. Really, like sometimes <laughs> it's fun, fun yeah, and sometimes it's like. I swear to God, this is impossible. Like Jean doing the Huntsman, which was me doing Chibi Jean doing Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight was like a fun journey. And we got there after a hot second. But like that kind of stuff is is always like, especially too. like that was that's an easy one. But like to have like one one character doing another like primary character who's on screen often is like, that's tough. That's tough. The the voice actor who does Oscar, his name is Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron mm-hmm. Yeah. He is so fantastic at being Ozpin while Oscar. I was oh, yeah. the first time I heard him, I was astonished with his with his ability to like play the character of another person. Like it was, yeah. it was just I like was yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Is perfect for Ozpin. Right? So so oh, I love him. Ridiculous. He's so good. So good. He has such nice Aaron too. He's him. also like one of the him. sweetest people I've ever met. Yes, he really. Yeah. Super sweet. He's an angel baby. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I think it's a, a convincing being hurt, like actually being hurt and saying lines. I feel like that's difficult. I've had to do it a couple of times, and uh, you know when I did it for Red versus Blue, I was such a novice at voice acting. <laughs> it just, I think it sounds horrible, um, but. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten a little bit better with time, but I, that's the one like if I um, doing efforts is great, but when you have to portray an emotion on top of also of pain and you have to think about a specific pain too. I don't know. I find that really challenging personally. Yeah. It's actually opposite of me per se. Oh, really? Kind of, yeah. I find efforts, uh, kind of difficult when it's just you know by itself you're you know have a line to you know you're hurt I'm always like well why what is she feeling how why is she so hurt like how what is the emotion behind this and Miles is probably laughing because it's like true and I'm like oh it's like that so it's like I really have to get into it to in order to make you know the right you know, sound, I guess, if you want to call it, you know, come out. Yeah. Uh, you need to have that like context with it, you know, for you. Yeah. yeah. For me, I don't care yeah. about the freaking for the effort. I just go <laughs> wild and that's like, oh, something will stick. Uh-huh. Um, you know? Oh, it's <laughs> awesome. You do great. Love but I it. think, but that that's so interesting that you think with like you're when you're doing the lines with it, that's easier. I think that's really cool that that's how you feel. I think it's really cool. The opposite. It'd be a lot easier if I could do it. Anyway, Neith, how about you? Uh, that's kind of a difficult question for me to answer because Ren is most of the time so emotionless. Most of the time he's like this Zen meditating yes. kind of guy. Who, Very nice. Who's like, I think like, I, I actually 
I, I really like your your performances, Ren, because I, I would I would not say that he's emotionless. The way that I yeah. always felt about Ren's emotion is like um you can it's this very, very like subtle performance where you can get the emotion, but it's kind of like the emotions in the other room and you're only hearing it through the wall. Like you get this undercurrent of like Ren has this tranquil like surface level, but underneath you can kind of feel which way the current's pushing them oh, that particular scene. Yeah. Very calming uh, yeah. It, but yeah. um, uh, with the whole efforts thing, though, uh, I find that to be the most easy part because uh, <laughs> it's just after taking karate, it's kind of like um, they teach you to, you know, to release your 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 inner strength when you're striking and everything like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah. when you're going out and I mean, and since this is an action uh, action anime, so they teach you to, you know, you're, we're jumping around, shooting guns, <laughs> swinging swords, and everything like that. So I mean, I just imagine myself in a in a in a wow, and in, in like a practice match against some of my former former uh, yeah, former dojo former enemies. I remember enemies. too. I remember too. Like the first time we like auditioned with you and like did some recording stuff with you, we were like, okay, yeah, you did. You know, you did a great job. Now efforts are going to be like kind of weird. Every not most people like them, and then you just like destroyed it. And we're like, okay, so efforts aren't going to be an issue with you. Yeah. You're very good at them. Efforts are the worst. Legit, I love efforts. <laughs> so I love I love efforts. It's like wait, hold on, wait, wait. Show of hands, who loves efforts? Yeah. And who's anti? Okay, <laughs> okay. Who has a sports background of some form? I mean, I can okay. do them, but do I? Yeah, I now I think better. I'm like, I feel like efforts. Efforts for me were like having to let go of discomfort of sounding uh, funny in front of people. Yeah. Like allowing myself to 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 yeah. not be worried about what other people think about me because I'm gonna sound weird. But here's the thing: the mm-hmm. people recording you know you're gonna sound weird. They've been listening to right. everyone else exactly. already. We so really need you to sound weird. Yeah, I just have to know the discomfort of like this is gonna sound like I'm pooping. It's funny you say that for efforts. Like maybe I just blazed past that with Ruby or like a lot of voice acting I do because I like voice acting because I don't have to worry about my body. I just I gesture a lot, especially with Ruby. She's like a mile a minute. So the second we started doing dialogue, I was like, hey, I'm a freak weirdo. Okay, let's go. And they're like, okay, wow. I love that. that Works. I'm about to ruin all of Yang's efforts for everybody watching. But someone once told me in one of the early seasons of Ruby that Yang's efforts sound like Phil and Lil from Rugrats. It's true. Yes. That's, oh my oh, god. I have to always think about that. I was actually gonna oh start rewatching the Rugrats, so now I'm just I getting love you. Ah, oh, thank They're you. Barbara every day, all day. Thank you. Uh <clears throat> Jen, I haven't heard from you yet. Yeah. Uh I have zero issue with efforts. Um I have zero, I'm trying to think what's, oh, oh, I know, I know. And it's, it's only specific to Pira and it's only because I never thought I would have to do it. And I technically never had to do it on the show. Um, But I, I was doing this little side thing where people could like ask Pira to say like whatever they wanted sort of deal. And someone wanted me to do uh, the, the ending Schwarzenegger's ending bit from Running Man. <laughs> if anybody's familiar with that, it's very like aggro, angry. Just it's yeah. hilarious. But when I went to go record it, it took me forever because I realized, oh, Pira doesn't get like actually ang- like verbally angry. Like she's a very like. I mean, she gets angry and she gets upset, but not like yeah, that. Like, I'm going to whip your no. ass. Like, Whoa, <laughs> right. What the hell? Why did you this time? That was him. Yeah. It took me It took me forever to figure out how to get there without losing Pira. Because I could get yeah. there as me. Because, yeah. like, that's fine. But, like, how yeah. to get there as Pira, just because I hadn't. <laughs> I never had to do it on the show. It just hadn't occurred to me. And it was such a great challenge. Like that was, that was the toughest for her for sure. Cause yeah. I hadn't, I just hadn't even considered it. 
I like absolutely that. fine, absolutely fine. Uh, <laughs> as a voice actor, I know. have my opinion on efforts, but as a moderator, it's my job to be in the middle. But Luke, <laughs> thank you for that question. And GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of Ruby, but it absolutely does not have to be yours. If you'd like to chat with our guests or purchase a personalized autograph, please head over to GalaxyCon.com. And while you're there, be sure to check out our schedule of upcoming events like this one. Panelists, any final words for our audience before we go? Watch yeah, I want to <laughs> say a thing real quick. Go ahead. Uh, if you didn't know, I have a television show. It's called Chandra Graveyard. If you go to YouTube, we have a YouTube channel where you can watch exclusive clips from the show. The first four episodes are airing on El Rey currently. And you should watch it. This is the set. It's it's. It's basically Elvira meets Pee Wee. It's like, me. yeah, it's my brand. It's my <laughs> kind of a really good description. Oh, I love it. That's, right? That's yeah. literally how we sold it. <laughs> we're yeah. like, it's Elvira meets Pee Wee. And they were like, we'll buy it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would also like to say something before we go. It's just like, thank you to everybody for continuing to support us after so many years of the show, especially nowadays with just the way the world is and, and with this global pandemic um having people support means more than anything right now so we really appreciate you guys also this is my first time meeting Neith, so thank you guys for <laughs> yeah, yeah same like, hey. awesome yeah so branching off of that too with rvb also just talking about like other productions that we're working yeah. on rvb uh huge hype behind it the creators are working so hard um and it's the first time that we have creative leads like fiona in roles um hannah also as well please send them love yeah. but i mean miles can speak more to that as far as like connections with the animation but uh i don't know if there are any other projects we can hype that we're working on achievement hunter is doing great we got a van have you watched listen to face jam a little bit of Eric, a little bit of We got a van. Someone mentioned earlier, there's a new app. Uh, who wants to tell oh, yeah. us that? I shall. Uh, Barbara. We, uh, as a uh, former marketing person from Rooster Teeth, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we now have uh, television apps available from Rooster Teeth. You don't have to be a first member. They're completely free to use. Um, we have Apple TV, Roku, Amazon TV, um, Amazon Fire Stick TV, and then I think Xbox as well. Um, and more to come, hopefully. But you could download those on your TVs and watch Ruby and our live streams and everything like that from the comfort of your own couch or bed or wherever you have your TV. So, I did that this morning. Yeah, me too. That's how I watched Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been my absolute pleasure to serve you all today once again here at the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you, as always, for joining us. We look forward to the day when the world gets back to normal and we can get you back on our physical stages and back in front of your fans. In the meantime, it has always been a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. Thank you for Thanks, the great question. Hope to see you all again tomorrow, Saturday, November 8th. Thank you, guys. Tomorrow, we'll be hosting cast reunions of Night Rider, Boy Meets World, Sesame Street, and the Muppets. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep washing those hands.